Two Girls in a Pod. I'm Sharon. I'm Christy. Well, you know, it's that time of year again. The holidays are almost upon us. And with that comes good times and sometimes some bad times. Or stressful, at least. Yeah, and I think it's more stressful. So we wanted to do an episode on, you know, with the holidays coming. I know as a therapist, you know, working in the mental health field that we talk about that you know, with my coworkers and stuff like that, that sometimes the holidays are a very stressful time for our clients, but not just our clients, just people in general. And so we're going to talk a little bit about some of those stressors and, you know, are there ways that we can kind of navigate around it and kind of decrease that stress element to the holidays? Some people, it's Thanksgiving, that's their big holiday, you know, and Christmas isn't as big. And then some it's really Christmas and then not Thanksgiving and But them being so close together, I think all of it can mount up. But, you know, I think it's good when you can not give so much focus to the stress part of it so that you can actually enjoy it. But I know that that's difficult for people. And we were talking about that because this Christmas, we've already got our shopping done. And how that shifted our thinking, because usually... It's not that way for us. What is it like for us usually? (laughs) We're usually up to the last minute, like trying to get stuff done. And I have found that so far getting even, we're almost completely finished and probably will be finished by this week. And having that piece of it done has decreased my stress so much. I feel like I'm going to be able to actually maybe slow down and enjoy some of the holiday and the time off. And I think that's what it is, is, you know, and it's not like we have really stressful things anyway. There's two of us and we have such a small group right now that it's not like we're planning all the big meals. We're doing all this and we're shopping for 20 people. It's not like that at all for us. But I found that it was stressful just navigating the shopping sometimes and waiting till the end and all of those things that we have done in the past and, It seems like everything mounts up. You just are constantly thinking of, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. I got to get this done prior to those holidays getting here. And it becomes such a stressor and there's so much pressure. That's what you find that you can't actually slow down and enjoy the holiday. And, you know, I'm going to have to give a little bit of credit to my sister, Sarah, because she's kind of pushed us this year. She said, nope, you guys get your shopping done, get your shopping done, get your shopping done. And so I don't know if it was, I was just said like, okay, fine. She's told me enough or whatever, but we actually did. And it has been really great for us. Like Christy said, we have a couple more, but they're local things we're getting anyway. So it's not even, you know, we can drive down there, get that taken care of. So that's been, once again, I think that's the other thing, navigating those things, starting early. And, you know, some of my clients that I've talked to this year, they're actually a little less stressed because they've been buying throughout the year. They're not waiting until that last minute rush of everything to get done. And we know now this year, we've got a whole other issue with all the cargo ships sitting out (laughs) and the product is there, but it's not here. So that is another thing that's going to create some stressors for this holiday season. So just anticipating those things. I think for us, it was anticipating and making those slight changes. It doesn't have to be big. It's that early planning. I feel like that just, it relieves a lot. And whether it comes down to, you're you're talking about the dinner that you're planning, whether it be for Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever. If you sit down and plan it out ahead, it seems to really help. 
Well, and I think, you know, it's interesting that we talk about Thanksgiving and it's the day we're supposed to be thankful. And I think that we get so stressed about it. And I tell people, start having that thankfulness. Well, you should have it every day. But if you start having that thankfulness, that gratitude every day, just a little bit, it also shifts that thinking. I'm just so grateful for our great holiday or whatever that is, you know, I'm grateful for this stress-free holiday, any of those things, because then it works on our brain to look at things differently. And I think that's a huge thing. How do we look at things differently? Yeah, I think that gratitude helps in, in so many ways. People, I think, don't realize if you really take the time to have gratitude for things, then it kind of seems like it slows you down and brings you into the moment. Exactly. And I think that's what helps a lot because then you're not feeling rushed and stressed and thinking about all the future stuff that has to happen. You're being in the moment. I agree. And so working on that, I think, is a big thing. And people are stressing about Thanksgiving and at the same time, they're anticipating Christmas. And so it's like all of these things. We don't do the big giant meals. Once again, there's not very many of us. You know, my sister will probably join us and her son and his girlfriend. But so that's this really small amount of people. So we're not about making the turkey and all that other stuff. We like the sides. So it's modifying because I think a lot of times, too, people take on the ideas of others. And so, you know, if they're really being truthful, they might say, you know what? I really don't want to make a big turkey dinner. I'd rather have this or I'd rather do this. But we fall into that thing of, but this is the way it's always been. So this is the way I've got to do it. And and I don't think it has to be that way. I think part of the neat thing about creating a, a family system is creating your own traditions. And we often talk about our best Thanksgiving we've had. Just going out of town to Las Vegas and just enjoying the holiday and not having to worry about what we were going to make and or the cleanup or any of it. No, we always say that was our best one. But not only was it that, but it created memories as well. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I talk to, you know, when we talk when I'm talking with my clients, because we do a lot of talking now about holidays, everything from their traditions. Why are they, what, why, where did the tradition come from? All of those kind of things we talk about. And sometimes it's just a lot of them just want quiet. Mm-hmm. They just want it to be smooth and quiet. And remembering why the things that you do, those traditions that you do, remembering why they're important. And are they still important to you? Because things do change over time. And I think it is harder probably for people that you think about. You have people coming in to visit and things like that. And and it's great to see those people. But sometimes that's kind of stressful too. You're going to have people in your space that you don't normally. And so you're kind of, you're trying to make sure everything's good for them and that. But having communication with people. And I think that that plays a really important role in it too, because maybe sometimes you guys are doing a tradition that you've always done and nobody likes it. That's probably a conversation you should have. (laughs) Absolutely. I think that is so, so true is that, you know, if you ever sit down and you have that conversation, people, they're like, oh my God, I really hate that. Well, why didn't you say that? I would have gladly stopped doing that years ago. And once again, we buy into the tradition, the mainstream traditions, and not understanding that you can create whatever it is because these were creations of other people that we've all taken on kind of as our own traditions. And 
And I think just understanding that there's ways to meet in the middle with all of these things, which will decrease stress. I was talking to one of my clients, she's hosting for the first year. Uh, They bought a home and so they get to host for the first year and there's a little bit of anxiety, but there's also a lot of excitement around this. You know, it's like, it's my home. I get to do this, but she also knows space-wise and everything, it's not going to work. So she said, you know, we created something where they can be at a hotel that's a nice one. They put thought into it, you know. The perfect example of something like that to me is last year, we were looking at trying to find a big dining room table. We kept having that conversation. We were looking at it before the holidays. We're thinking, it'd be nice to have a big dining room table. We don't even own a dining room table. So people kind of sat here and there and that, and we would go to like the family area to, to eat and that. Well, we had the conversation with the rest of our family and we talked about if we had a dining room table and everybody's like, we just kind of want to be in our sitting area and enjoy and kick back and does it matter if we have a table (laughs) so which was wonderful because that was very stressful we couldn't find the table we wanted i mean oh it was and then yeah and my sister was the first one she goes sis we really like sitting downstairs where it's comfortable you know we might have the fireplace going and she goes we just love it down there and they're like you don't care if we sit at a table and she's there like No, (laughs) but people get something in their mind like that. And you think, oh, we need to have this traditional dinner on this big table. And, but that doesn't necessarily suit our needs. And when do we use the table when it's just you and I, we decided, no, that doesn't even make any sense. That table is never going to get used except for maybe Thanksgiving and everybody's going to be uncomfortable and ready to go back down to the family room. Exactly. So once again, you know, I'm so grateful we had that conversation because we were stressing ourselves out. And there was, at the end of the day, there was no reason to do it. So sometimes it's having those conversations with people. You know, is this really important to you? Is doing this this way? And I tell, and especially my couples who have kids, what are some of the things that if you could create your own thing, what is something you think would be fun and exciting for your kids and your family and that? And they'll say, somehow say, well, why don't you implement it? I don't know. It's just always been this way. (laughs) You know, well, then change it. Make it yours. And I think when people do that, that decreases that anxiety. Yeah. And it makes it so much more enjoyable. You can just relax and enjoy the time off and enjoy each other's company. We've done a couple of Thanksgivings where we've all, as a family, we've all just eaten out. This was (laughs) pre-COVID. We all went, had dinner out, and it was so nice because then we came back home and we had pie here or whatever that is and... So that's kind of cool. And I think that's the other thing that everybody has. Our dietary needs are so different now. And one of the things, you and I don't do a whole lot of desserts and sugars and things like that. Come the holidays, everybody expects, well, you know. Sweets. One of my clients, there's more pies than there are people. <laughs> that's their tradition. He goes, there's more pies than people. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. But once again, whatever that tradition is, So long as it's bringing something to you that's positive, so long as it is something that is nurturing you, nurturing your families, doing all of those things, that really is about the holiday time. If it's doing the complete opposite, then that's something that you need to reevaluate. If it's just creating a super huge stress level for you, 
then know something needs to be done different. And in those differences, understand that make it different to meet the needs of you and the people that you surround yourself with for the holidays. I don't think we have to follow because of different eating habits. I think that makes a difference on how we celebrate now because it's not sometimes that traditional thing, but we put pressure on ourselves to make it something that we don't even really want, I guess. I think that's why it's important to have conversations with the people that you're going to be spending the holiday with. And I know that sometimes it can be stressful because maybe you don't feel like that you can talk to those people and and have those conversations. But sometimes unrealistic expectations of yourself to make things what you think is good for them. And maybe they're not even expecting that. But I do understand that it can be stressful sometimes that you're spending time with people that aren't always around and maybe sometimes it's not always, you know, the easiest thing. And you have to, I think, have boundaries and things like that. Even during the holidays, I know that because we've talked about relationships and how that those things can be. And if you're going to have these people close to you at this time, you know, you don't want to be stressed out the whole entire time either. But sometimes it's just a matter of having a voice about things. Well, I agree. And I think the other thing is, too, is remembering that holidays may be joyful for you, but it doesn't mean they're joyful for everybody. People who have suffered loss, all of those things come into play. And I think having an awareness about that, why this might be a hard holiday for them. So sometimes it's even that thing of holding a little bit of space for them, loving, nurturing things like that, but not having the expectation that they're going to be all joyous and stuff like that, because it can be difficult. The first holiday after somebody passes away, those kind of things are, they're very difficult. Or I work with military. So when their family members have to go away and they're not there for the holidays, you know, and everybody expects them to be like, be happy about stuff. It's okay to have those moments where it's not, you just sit with that emotion of, you know, this really sucks that dad's not here. This really sucks that this is the first year without my mom or my dad or somebody or spouse, child, whatever that is. And, and taking that moment to allow people to have that where I'm just going to sit and just hold that space for a moment and then let them process that a little bit and then move into it. Because once again, remember when somebody one of the things is, is when somebody passes away, if they're part of your tradition, now your tradition is going to change due to something outside of your control. Right. And then it's how do you do that? Because I know for you and for me, after your dad died, that first Christmas was a lot different. Mm-hmm. Well, even my first Christmas alone, after my parents moved away, they were like a, almost a thousand miles away. And I was spending Christmas. I mean, thankfully, I had good friends. But, I mean, that was difficult. So, I mean, yeah, there's things that happen and it changes your what your holidays look like sometimes. And not that it doesn't. And I think from that, though, is where we implement new tradition. Because you can do some of that. You can implement those new traditions. And, you know, not just at holidays. It can be anything that we do in remembrance or, or whatever that is. You know, I think that we forget it's okay to change things. And to change something doesn't mean we're getting rid of something. Sometimes it just means we're modifying it and making it fit our needs a little bit better. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's 
a really big thing. And I think it's an important thing. And I do think that sometimes it's hard for people. And it's just not just a matter of, of just letting traditions die or things like that either. Because you can have conversations with people and have talk about the memories of what it was like before when that those people were there or those kinds of things. And you kind of keep them alive through that. So maybe it's not even a tradition that you practice anymore, but you still, you share it with your family. And I think that's a good point because, you know, every time when Christmas comes, my dad was the biggest kid. You know, we had to stop leaving our Christmas gifts there because I went over one day and I couldn't find my dad. And I went into the back room and he's there and he's peeking in all the things. He always knew whatever he got because he'd already looked and retaped it. And I scared him. I go, Dad, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yes, you were. You were looking at the presents. So then after that, we couldn't leave the presents there because he was always peeking in the presents. He had a hard time waiting. <laughs> and his thing was, as you know, he would tell us, give us money, say, go buy your mom something nice for Christmas. <laughs> How many clients I have who the same thing. They'll give the, you know, go to the wife, go buy the kids something nice or, you know, vice versa, whatever. So, I mean, those are things that you get to share with those people, you know, when you're sitting around talking and stuff like that. And just having those conversations, you know, those honest conversations. And you get to elevate those good moments that happen in in those things, those times of coming together like that. I feel like every year we always watch a movie called uh, Home for the Holidays which there's a few movies actually with that title, but this one is uh, one with uh, Robert Downey Jr. But it's an older movie and we always watch it every year. It's the whole family comes together and they all have such different lives and they do things completely different. There's a little bit of ego involved. I'm going to make my own turkey and this one's going to make their own turkey. All these things happening. But you get to see them when they go back to their their families too and, and how good their lives are, each of them. It's just, it's a neat movie, I think. Gives you a neat perspective. Well, and I do. And I think, once again, it shows those things that some people just don't even really like. But they keep doing it. It's that thing of, when do we start having these conversations? If it's your time, if it's your family's time, then make it that. Have those conversations. Sit the family around and say, okay, uh, on the holidays, what is it we like? What is it we don't? Kind of shift through and keep what you do and get rid of what you don't. That's going to decrease a lot of the anxiety and the stress around the holidays because of those expectations. And sometimes it's our own expectation. We will find out that the other person doesn't even care. But we create it and then we sustain it. And then every year it's the same thing. We get back into that same routine of, oh my God, I got to do this. This is this and this is this. We finally came to the conclusion, Christy and I, we're not turkey people. Or ham. No, but like my nephew loves ham. Great. My sister does fish. Great. We've, we're there like we're shifting it around. But yeah, we, we would do turkeys for a while and then when they're like, oh, well, we don't even like turkey. Then we went to just turkey breast. And then still, what do we do with all this turkey? Because nobody wants leftover turkey. Well, some people do, but that's not even something that we usually do. So. But there's two of us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we had to shrink everything down because there's only two. It was hard for me because I come from such a large family. I have five brothers and five sisters. 
And that's a big family. And then you get all the nieces and nephews together. And then we have great nieces and nephews and all that. And it's just like, there's a lot. <laughs> and with my family, I mean, I have a small family. But we always had a lot of people around for the holidays. I mean, we would invite extras <laughs> over for meals and things like that. And I remember doing some of those meals from scratch, making some of that stuff with my mom and my grandma and things like that. And those are great memories, but those are things I would never think to do now. Not even having those recipes, I cannot see myself doing those big giant recipes, but it's great memories. Talk about creating an unhappy holiday for us if you're out in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, if I'm cooking, that's not a happy holiday. No. <laughs> and I think that's the other thing finding those things and and stop listening to other people's expectations or all of those things and just really saying this is what i envision one of my clients years ago they decided they didn't want to buy christmas gifts they once again years ago so pre-covid they wanted to go on a cruise well i saw the son and he was on the autism spectrum and he kept saying no i'm not going you're not going to make me go i'm not going <laughs> The mom goes, would you please talk to him? We, you know, we're going. So he comes in and we're talking. And he's, you know, he has some anxiety about the big ship and the big water. He, he's there like, no, you're just out there. And I said, well, hmm. I said, that's kind of sad for you. And he goes, why? I says, well, because, you know, if you're on the big ship, you get to eat pizza and ice cream whenever you want. And he stops and he goes, what? Oh, I said, they didn't tell you that part. He goes, what is this? I said, honey, if you want to eat ice cream, you eat ice cream. If you want to eat pizza, you eat pizza. So he tells his mom, okay, I'll go on a cruise. <laughs> and when they came back from the cruise, all they talked about was the fact that he got to eat pizza and ice cream. And the mom said every time she would see him walk by, he had ice cream. <laughs> he didn't care about anything else on that cruise. They did all sorts of fun stuff. That was his, he spent the entire session talking to me about how cool that was. That's an experience. He's never going to forget that experience. We have a lot more people who are talking about creating experiences versus doing the traditional stuff. That experience for us for Thanksgiving in Vegas was one that we talk about. And we often say we've got to go back to doing some of that different stuff, whether it's for the holidays, you know, and you sit there and, you know, people struggle with, what do I buy somebody? What do I do? And one of my clients is hurting financially this year. And so she was a little stressed this week. And I'm there like, I said, you know what? Sometimes one of the coolest things you can do is create something. She goes, what do you mean? I said, well, why don't you create something like I owe you a day at the park for the little kids or I owe you a day at McDonald's Playland, those kind of things, because it's in the future, but they still know it's theirs. And it's about creating an experience and not actually giving an object. Because right now she doesn't have the financial means to do the objects. But once again, we get so caught up in, you know, where this is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to buy presents and we're supposed to do this. And and um, they're like, create an experience. The, the kid likes going to her house. Have him come on over, play games, do video games, whatever it is y'all do. That is his gift from you. And so I tell people, think outside the box. If financially you can't afford something, don't stress and put yourself in debt. Because then you're going to stress after the new year because all that debt comes due. And then so we create another problem on the back end. And I tell people, just sit with it. Think about it. Be creative. 
create experiences that you can that are not going to cost a lot of money or it can be a little bit in the future or whatever that is. And I told her, even with those things, wrap them in a little box, make it look pretty, make it look like a gift. You know what I mean? Because it is a gift. Right. You know, it's just not going to be that traditional gift that you would think. So thinking outside the box, creating those things is really important. And understanding that more people get depressed and stressed over the holidays. And a lot of times it's because they put themselves in financial issues that they shouldn't. But we buy into that very traditional thing of this is what we're supposed to do. This is what we're supposed to do. Well, and it's promoted so much, you know, through advertisement. I mean, we constantly have advertisement in our face. So, yeah, people see that all the time and they feel that pressure mount. And I tell Christy, even for us, it's kind of hard because, you know, when you're an adult, believe it or not, if you want something, you just go buy it. (laughs) Those are the things. So you do have to kind of become a little more creative. You kind of listen throughout the year. Oh, wait. One of my male clients, he does that extremely well. He like listens to his wife, listens to his kid. They say something, he puts it in his little memory box there. And then when it comes time to shop for birthdays or Christmas or whatever, he's already got that knowledge, (laughs) big or small. One of the things I think has been a really neat thing for us is in coming up with gift ideas and that we've tried to come up with ways that we could also help others out. So we know people that hand make things and in a way it's like giving to their business to be able to purchase a Christmas gift from someone like that. Even shopping locally, we did that this year, really focused on that because businesses have hurt so much and shopping locally for the people that we care about. So we're giving back in two different ways. I think that's true. And your nephew, he makes trees they're wire trees, metal trees with uh, different stones. Crystals and stones. Stuff. And so last year we had him make, we put in an order and we said, would you make this tree in for the, the women we work with? The stones represented something. So we personalized it as well. We got to pick the colors and things like that. And that gave to his business, which was great. The Joshua Tree. The Joshua Tree. And it's the on quad, Facebook. Yeah. yeah, it's the Quad Cities. But it was really cool because... We were able to create that and to suit the personalities, and he did that. And so I thought that was really cool. It was a customized gift, really, for each of those ladies, and it got to help someone else out, too. And I really felt good about that. Yeah, so that's, I think, another really important piece. If if we know that even if it may not be a very big gift, if you go instead of no disrespect to Starbucks because, you know, I've had quite a few of those Starbucks gift cards, but maybe going down to a local coffee shop and, and getting those gift cards, you know, all of those things. And, and you're right. We, there's so many different things we can do and, and help us to feel better at the same time because we're doing that contribution. And, and that's and what like makes that. the holidays, you know, even better, I think, because you, if you're giving focus to those kinds of things, it's, And I have a couple of my clients who I I just think is so cool. They will go down for the holiday and they will serve food to the homeless. All of those little things, they're creating experiences too. And so it's about the feeling. And this is what we're talking about is the feeling because stress is a feeling. It's created by, you know, our thought process. 
And the same thing is true as if we feel like we're giving back, if we feel like we're doing that, it elevates that feeling of the holidays, I think. I mean, it's something I hope we do throughout the year. Throughout the year. And and it really does become a thing of shifting your focus. We had a recent incident that happened where that we had placed an order and we were... Autocorrect. <laughs> the autocorrection on the phone put in the wrong address and we had ordered some food. And so when the driver went to deliver it, it took him like 20 minutes away from where we were. And we were only two minutes from where we ordered. <laughs> right. So we contacted him and we explained we're, we're just down the street. And he's like, no, I'm 20 minutes away. This is a ballpark that I'm sitting at. And so we ended up hanging up with them and then he we called him back and and we're like we're not we haven't heard anything what's going on and he said well the quality of the food and everything by the time i would get it back to you would be no good he says i just gave it to a homeless person that was really cool to me it was and you know we thought about well we can call the restaurant we can fight it and stuff but at the end of the day the ticket had been turned in because it was one of the contract companies that was delivering the order. And so they did let them know that we had not received the food. But when the driver said that he had given it to a homeless person, it shifted our focus. Even though we didn't get our order and we didn't get a refund, we knew that someone ate well. At least two meals. <laughs> And maybe got to share with some other homeless people in that. And so those are the things I think we're talking about is. If you can shift your focus to something like that and, and understand that even though it wasn't ideal, the situation, you know, that you wanted, we were hungry that night, <laughs> but someone else's belly was full. And I was so grateful. And not only that, we had the means and we had, you know, we could go and we could we found other food. We could purchase other food when it, you're homeless. And it was like eight o'clock at night, nine o'clock at night. It's not like it's a very different story for them. And I think those are the things that are important. And as Christy said, it's how do we shift our thinking? How do we shift our focus? How do we create those memories and those traditions around that kind of feeling? You know, and then if we can shift it for the holidays, then how can we sustain that throughout the year? Because that's about, at the end of the day, that's still about our mental health. That's still about how do we see ourselves in the world? How does the world see us? And it's creating those things. And I think that is so important. And so as we approach this holiday season and we feel that anxiety and stress coming on, sitting down and taking a breath and asking yourself, what is this really about? If it, is it too much for me? If it is, how can I minimize it? Can I ask others to help cook? Can I say it's too much for my home? Can we do it somewhere else? Whatever that is, to have your voice and to find that truth in you, what is valuable to you? not based on society's idea of a tradition. You know, remembering not everybody celebrates Thanksgiving. I have a few Native Americans on my the, uh, my caseload, and Thanksgiving is not their holiday. And to remember and to respect why it's not. You know, and I always tell them, 
And they know. For me, I said it's not about the day. I said because I really do believe that we show gratitude on a daily basis. I said I just view this as a time where we get the opportunity to come together with people because, and one of my other one was, we were talking about that yesterday. And he goes, well, we were talking about the holiday. And I said, I said, shift the thinking of it. I said, think of it this way. I said, this is a day your kids, all of you guys have the same day off. So you actually have a day where you guys can all come together and just talk and engage, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever. If you don't want to do it that way, I said, at least have gratitude for that day, for those moments where all of your family actually has the same day off and you can actually meet and you can join together, whether it's playing games or whatever it is that you guys are doing. And he looked at me and he goes, I can do that. He says, I didn't think of it that way. He goes, I just think of the burden of, oh my God, we got to get together. We got to do this. We got to do that. And he goes, that makes more sense to me. He goes, because you're right. He All of his kids work different times, so they're not off on the same days. It's not like it used to be where people had the weekend off. Now people work weekends. People work all this time and do all this stuff. So that's what has created this problem. Yeah. And it does. It just becomes overwhelming. But if you can actually slow down and, and like you say, it's and it really is, it's all about your perspective. Yeah. So shifting that. And like I said, with my Native Americans, the same thing. I said, it's just a day of getting together with the people that you normally don't get to because of the work schedules and because of all of those things I said. So it's not celebrating that moment of that. So let's just remember that we're in control of how we view things, how we see things. And we have the ability to take that control and once again, view holidays as something different, not the stress of it, not all the other stuff that we continue to put out there because sometimes that's other people's ideas of what we're supposed to be doing. Make these yours as you make every day yours. Every day should be a celebration. Every day should be about gratitude, about looking and sharing and all of those other things that are really important to have that human connectedness. And I think that's kind of the biggest message I feel like we're talking about today is these stressors are our creation based sometimes on society's idea of what we're supposed to do. And you're right. We're getting all kinds of advertisements because that's about the business. That's not about the family. That's not about the basic principle of what these holidays are about. These holidays are about sharing an experience. It's not about sharing a gift. The gift is the experience. And I think if we can remember that and we can shift away from that commercial Thing. And that's not, to, we, that's not to say we don't give each other gifts because we do. That's not what it means. It means there shouldn't be the stress around it. If there's so much stress around it, it's losing its, the meaning anyway. Yeah, because you can get so caught up in that. Oh, and I've seen it with some of my clients, things like that. They will have gifts galore for a small child. And it's like, what are they going to do? Those gifts, they outgrow quickly. All of those things to take into consideration. But sometimes people's egos get in the way of this. And that's where that stress comes because it's almost like, and if you're one of those that you're sitting there thinking it's a competition, it is not a competition. 
or and this is the other thing I love too. Well, I give my kid all that stuff because when I was a kid, I didn't get anything. Well, what did you get? There was something you got. If you didn't get a gift, did you get an experience? Did you feel loved? Did you feel connected? Did you feel like you met all of those things? But I will constantly have my clients tell me that, well, when I was a kid, I didn't get it. So I'm going to buy my kids everything. Well, first off, you can't buy them everything. And second off, that's about you. It's not about the kid. Because I'm telling you, sometimes kids, it's not that big of a deal. And my sister, she had gone, I believe, to the Bahamas. And so when she was coming back, she got the other two daughters a gift, but she had forgotten the youngest ones. And she's on the plane and she's drinking milk. Back then, that's what she did because it was a long time ago. And she kept the milk carton. And that's what she gave her daughter. Her daughter loved it because she didn't know the difference. Kids don't usually. It's the adults that make the difference with that. And, you know, kids can learn from the simplest things and they enjoy, you know, it's usually, it's, it really is true. A lot of times they get the toy and they'll play with the box before they play with the toy. <laughs> exactly. They'll play with the wrapper. They'll play with the ribbon. They'll play with everything. And then it's like, oh, there's a toy. Yeah. And we make it more complicated. So what I'm saying is this year, next year, the years to come, make it less complicated. Make it more about the true holiday, that true thing of connectedness, sharing experiences, sharing our time together. The time spent, yeah. Whether it's a lot of time, a little time, whether it's, you know, FaceTiming now or Zooming or, you know, all the other multiple ways that we have of communicating these days. And there is something great about that. Because if grandparents can't be here, if parents, whoever, if that family we can still bring them into our home through these electronic devices. So there's value in that. So we still get to share, even if it's through distance, but it's about sharing. And doing your best to, you know, make it the best quality of time that you can. I think that that's the main note that should be taken from this. Even though, you know, I remember when I was younger and we would go to family gatherings and I remember there'd always be this one uncle that I would dread to see, <laughs> but I would always keep, I was younger anyway. And I would, once I got there, my attention was shifted because I was with the younger kids and I enjoyed my time with them and all of that. So it wasn't all about this uncle. <laughs> Sometimes you have to do that. <laughs> well, and I think that's true and understand that these people are going to come, but they're going to be in your space for such a short period of time. And you can sit there and you can think about all of, you can focus on that uncle who you really don't engage with anyway, or you can do like you did and engage with the others. And we talked about that, you know, if, you know, when you take trips, even there's sometimes are those moments that aren't the most pleasant. But the thing is, is we can enhance that moment or we can call it that moment. And then we enhance those other moments that are really, truly more relevant. And there are more of those. Yeah, don't elevate the negative piece when there's so many other things that you can shift your focus to, to realize overall, it was a great time. Yes. So hopefully for those of you who listen to this podcast, you can sit there and say, oh my gosh, I can breathe a little easier knowing I can do things a little different. And knowing it's okay. It's okay to have your voice. It's okay to tell them, 
Oh my, oh, how many people here eat those, what are those cakes are for the holiday that nobody likes? Fruit cakes? Fruit cakes. <laughs> and how many, you know, historically, you know, you'd get like nine fruit cakes and nobody liked the fruit cakes, but nobody said, stop bringing me the fruit cake. I've you know? never met one person that likes fruit cake. I mean, that you use for a paperweight. <laughs> <laughs> but once again, just telling that person, you know, we don't like something else, whatever, you know, you do it in a nice way. It's like, God, don't ever bring me that stupid fruitcake again. No, that's not what we're saying. Try to assign them a different dessert. (laughs) (laughs) Really, we've given up fruitcake this year. We're actually going to more healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Let's try pistachio pudding. (laughs) (laughs) But absolutely, those are the things we're talking about. We continue to settle. We continue to not use our voice. We continue to not speak our truth. And even in this holiday time, speaking our truth in in kindness, doing it in a kind way, especially if it's around certain things. Because it's not to be hurtful. Absolutely not. People try to do things with the best intention, usually. So they're not trying to hurt your feelings by bringing fruitcake. (laughs) No, but it's having gratitude for the fruitcake. It's not having gratitude for the fruitcake. It's having gratitude for the person's thought. And the time spent. Yes. So it's not the negative. Once again, it's not emphasizing, oh my God, another fruit ache. It's not doing that. It's saying, I'm so grateful they thought about it and took the time to pick it up. You know what I mean? But at the same time saying, I have 27 fruitcakes. You know, I don't need any more. But those are the kind of things that we're talking about is is still having your voice and talking and, and sharing ideas and doing all of those things. And also remembering there are always people that are less fortunate than us. And I encourage people at the holiday time, to pay that forward. There's toys for tots, there's food banks, there's the homeless people, there's all of these things. How do we pay it forward? Because that's another thing that I think is really important. And and I think it really does help to help people to have gratitude for all that they have when we are able to give to those who don't have as much as we do. Well, it's rewarding in such an intrinsic way. Absolutely. So for this holiday season, give thought to what we say, we're saying today or not. But hopefully you slow down a little bit and you can enjoy these holidays. And, and enjoy them being a little more stress-free and truly just being in those moments and, and shifting our thought from all of the meal preparations and all of that to truly the thing of, feeling gratitude that we get those moments with those people and remembering that there are some that are less fortunate who don't get those moments with those people. So we get to embrace that even more and it takes on more meaning. And Or even if you're spending time with, like I say, the the uncle that you don't care for or whatever, realizing that that's only a short time and that too will pass. (laughs) Yes. But take time, create your own traditions, create memories, create that human connectedness. Remember, it's not in the gift that we give, but it's in the experience, even if it is a gift. Do you see what I mean? If you give a gift to a child and then you spend 20 minutes playing with that kid with the gift, they're going to remember the time you spent with them. You know, I think to the girls, when we had the twins with us, the pickle. I don't know why I got this pickle. I can't remember, even remember where. But anyway, 
definitely not our tradition. It's a tree ornament. and it's... But it's hide the pickle, and whoever finds the pickle gets to open their gift first. So the twins, I would go, we would go hide the pickle, and that was their whole thing. The, the next year is, we're going to hide the pickle. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't wait for that part. Above and beyond, I think, anything else. And I'm sure that that is the case. And I feel like, you know, because the twins spent a couple of years with us, and I'm hoping that they remember all the experiences that we had with them. I know that we got them gifts for Christmas, but even when after they left, there were many of those gifts that were left behind because they, they weren't able to travel with them. I am hoping they remember the experiences above and beyond all the other stuff. Exactly. They couldn't take the gifts, but they could take the experience. Yeah. They could take that, like I said, hiding the pickle, finding the pickle. That to them was their big thing. And seeing the ocean, we did that for a Christmas thing. So just those different things. And hopefully, like you said, that's what they walk away with. And, and hopefully this holiday season and throughout the year, we can continue to create those experiences and those memories and because when it's all said and done we get a walk away with our memories the gifts will come and go so anyway once again as always thank you so much for listening and uh, we hope that you have a really great day and that it's filled with gratitude and that all your holidays are stress-free yes thanks for joining Bye. bye